Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we want to talk about truth in the middle of dealing with somebody in the LGBT community. Because this is becoming such a bigger thing. There was even a case last week uh, reported, from when I'm recording this anyway, that... Um, Kids went out to a science camp, and and we're talking about um, sixth grade girls. So that'd be what about 11, 12 year old girls, just on the verge of puberty there, and their counselor sleeping with them was a they them, a complete biological male who said, "I'm a girl who goes by they them pronouns." And so, oh well, you're a girl. Okay, we'll give you this cabin of little girls. So here is this mentally and sexually confused man sleeping in a cabin with a bunch of little girls and these little girls have to call this person uh they them female in the middle of all this and the parents are like what in the world is going on the school's like well you know under the california law we have to put people in the cabins with the genders that they uh that they affirm or whatever their law was well, this gets to the point where it becomes extraordinarily dangerous because this they-them full biological male is also sharing showers and bathrooms with these little girls. And this in and of itself is a seriously problematic thing. And so it begs the question, are we going too far? What do we do? How do we stop the nonsense? Because we got to stop the nonsense. This nonsense is nonsense. So what do we do? Well, First and foremost, let's establish a few basics here. Number one, is, may, is sex and gender different? <laughs> no. No, get over it. No. Okay, we have known from the beginning of time, male and female. It is in the flowers. You have stamens or you have pistols. Okay, it is in every animal. It is in our pets. This is a boy girl, a boy dog. This is a girl dog. It is in every element of humanity. It is genotypically known what makes a male in the human race an XY chromosome versus a female an XX chromosome. Obviously, we're not going to talk about, yes, there are some known scientific aberrations. Those are not the normative we're not going to have a discussion about those because they are its own separate case. And the people running around in this mindset are not of those case. They are legitimate, genotypically, phenotypically, one sex, and they declare that they are another on the basis of the crazy teaching that's going on. So what do we do? Well, the point is, you simply tell them truth, and then when they don't want to hear it, let them have their temper tantrum, and then keep telling them the truth. That's what you need to do. Because all of us have had things in our past where somebody had to come and correct us in the truth and we did not like them for it. But then we stop and think and go, man, they're right. I hate it. And we had to correct our ways. And these are the things that we have to stop and think about. I, I remember, I mean, uh, probably, I don't know, more of an embarrassing story, or maybe it's a story based upon the craziness of my life. You can read about my crazy life in my book, Half My Life, which is available in print and audio, uh, excuse me, ebook. Audiobook's not out at this point in time, uh, coming down the road. Um, and so with the book there, I talk about my life story, and I did not have a real good upbringing. I did not have an upbringing which gave me perspectives um, of how to properly live my life. And so what I ended up doing then 
is um, just kind of living however I was living. And uh, a lot of that in my high school years is I didn't have a regular habit of showering or anything like that. Well, I was visiting a friend and uh, come over one day and, you know, being active, running around like teenagers sometimes do. And, uh, yeah, I probably stank quite a bit, you know. Didn't know really know what deodorant was. Didn't really know what a shower was, things like that. And my friend's dad's like, hey, um, I got to tell you, man, you got to take a shower. You stink. <laughs> and I did not want to hear that. In fact, I didn't go to that guy's house for a long time. I did not want to, I did not want to stand in the presence of the man who told me how wrong I was. Of course, now I'm in van life and yeah, we rarely shower here either, but I get clean at least, you know, change my clothes a little more often. Um, but in the middle of all that, I did not want to hear him tell me the truth. But as I got back home, I'm like, wow, he's so right. Of course, in my dysfunctional family, I start taking a shower and people tease me for it. Go figure. But the point is, truth needs to be stood on. We need to stop with the little things and be like, no. There is no element of a person who is fully genotypically, phenotypically male. They are not a female. Now, does a male mean you got to like cars and like football? Mm, no. The idea of what a man is supposed to do is completely different from what a man is. Okay, I hate sports. I think that a bunch of guys in tight leather throwing around a dead pig is a bunch of useless nonsense. Okay, don't care. Um, I'm not particularly intrigued by cars either. Ugh, who cares? Although I do know how to do tire changes, oil changes, and even some a little bit more advanced things. Uh, mostly out of necessity and not wanting to pay to hire a mechanic. Um... But the fact of the matter is what our society says a man should be as far as you have to like sports, you have to like cars, you have to like these things. That is certainly something up for question and for debate. And if that's the thing you're talking about, sure, but that has nothing to do with sex, gender, or whatever else they want to say. But the point being that in reality, there are genotypically males, genotypically females. They express themselves in certain ways. And the best thing we can do when somebody sits down and says, well, I'm a they, them, because I'm really a girl. I was born in a boy's body. No, no. You guys are the guys that excise God. You wanted science. Science disagrees with what's in your head. When what's in your head is different from all of reality and it is scientifically demonstrable, you are the crazy one. You may not be crazy. You may just be wrong. You may be the case like these little girls where you are brought up in this circumstance where you're being taught and trained a lot of wrong things because you can be raised up being trained and taught a lot of wrong things and it's difficult to untrain it. And this is why this community of people is and has always been targeting the children in the schools. This is why it's in the colleges and moving down. And if you think that this is something new, I have a book for you to read. Because I bought this book. This is one of the first books I bought after I started reading. And, and I was like, oh, this is cool. So I bought this book and it is called Dumbing Down Our Kids by Charles Sykes. And it is written in the late 90s. And I bought the book and I set it on my bookshelf and I didn't read it for about 20 years. Well, about two summers ago, I picked up the book and I read it 
all of this stuff that we see the consequences going around, all of these things of the sexualizing children, all of these things of the transgender, all of these things that we find in all of these crazy ideas, they were the fringe weirdness in academia 20 to 30 years ago, but nobody paid any attention to it because they're like, oh, that's just a one-off weirdo. Who cares? But they slowly garnered cause. They slowly did their activism. And I got news for you. The same thing is happening right now in the pedophile community. They're softening terms. Oh, I'm a map. I'm a minor attracted person. Or I'm a virtuous pedophile is what they're using. There was a professor not long ago. I forget uh, where he was at. There were, there were a few of them, actually. Um, and they all did seriously pro-pedophilic lectures on that fringe cringe. And I got news for you. If you do not have God as your source of reality... That is going to become the norm because if it's all about, well, it's all just a social construct. Well, what if the social construct says that's okay? Well, I guess it's okay then. And then we divulge into this crazy, crazy society. And these are the types of things we start to see. So what do we do when we encounter a person who runs out and says, well, I'm really a man? No, you're a girl. I'm sorry if you don't like to hear that. If you don't want to hear that, then you can... Scream and piss and mine and wound that I'm a transphobe and you can go somewhere else. I don't care. And I don't hate you. Because ultimate love is to correct you. That is love. Love is to correct you. If your child is playing in the streets, you run and get that child out of the streets. You yell. You run. You cause a commotion. You get them out. Why? Because they do not know what is right and what is wrong for them. They get caught up in what's in their own mind to the point where they don't see the reality around them as dangerous as it could be. The loving parent pulls them out of that circumstance regardless of the situation. That is what we must do. Stand firm on truth. A simple, no, you're not there's a thought. Let me know what you think about all that in the comments down below. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.